Hello there, and welcome to the Poly Podcast. My name is Torgel Tenberg, and the written versions of these episodes can be found in the blog over at polyverse.com. So hey, how's it going, everyone? I feel like that little intro has, has become quite the little repetitive catchphrase. I turn into a robot every time I say it. Um, today is the eighth episode of the Poly Podcast, and it's the first original one. As I stated before, all the others, I was catching up on older blog posts. Now I'm writing new blog posts, and thus there are new topics, new podcast episodes. So today's one is a little bit serious, so strap in. It's uh, going to be about philosophy and veganism from my perspective. As a vegan, of course, have I mentioned that a hundred times? I originally, I actually wrote this uh, script out to be a response to an ABC article. The ABC being the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. I think that's what it stands for. It was an article about plant-based meats. But I decided that I didn't want to just sit back and react to the things that I disagreed with about it. So instead, what I ended up doing is I wrote out exactly what veganism means to me and some modern day, um, I guess, answers and things like that, thoughts, contemplations. So let's get into it. In the modern day, there is some decent animosity around the word vegan. I think it's comparable, perhaps, to the hostility towards the term feminist in recent years. N not as full-on, I would say. There was a lot of violence against feminists. Uh, but there is similar animosity towards vegans. I don't mean to compare them like that, but uh, it's creating a frame of reference. Uh, with the sudden explosion of vegan popularity globally recently, this aggressive defensiveness in the presence of veganism is simultaneously decreasing as well as strengthening among shrinking parties of people. That's how I view it. And I fondly refer to these parties as carnists, which is a reference actually to the Simon Amstel mockumentary, Carnage, which actually turned me into a vegan. I highly recommend checking that out. It is hard to find unless you're in the UK, though. If you want to message me, I may be able to find you a link to it. But if you're in the UK, it's on BBC, BBC iPlayer, I think. Uh, I also like to refer to the angry anti-vegan reactionaries as Joe Rogan fans. Uh, you may know this from my Instagram account, Swedish Soyboy. Although they are, of course, not all aware of the podcast host, Joe Rogan, but I have indeed witnessed a stark alignment between the two groups, you know, anti-vegan reactionaries, Joe Rogan fans. <laughs> bit of fun, bit of fun before we get too serious. Traditionally, 
a vegan is viewed as an individual who abstains from the use of any animal products. This primarily means within their own diet, but it can also extend to the choices that they make towards all products. For example, clothing, makeup, etc. In today's world, the definition of veganism is split into several parties, which are based upon the philosophy of each individual vegan. I see there's being at least four main groups, those being health vegans, environmental vegans, animal liberation vegans, and ethical vegans. And I consider myself to be an ethical vegan. That title is essentially an intersectional approach to what it means to have vegan or ethical vegan morals. Um, I don't... I've started off as definitely an animal liberation vegan, and then I sort of connected the dots with uh, other beliefs that I had and came across the term ethical vegan, and it, you know, it all made sense how it tied together for me. So I simply break it down as the practice of the reduction of suffering to the minimum end that those practices involve veganism. That's what I see the definition of ethical vegan to be. What that means is I do everything that I can to best minimize my impact on the suffering of all living beings, whether they be humans, animals, or even the environment, the destruction of which in turn causes humans and animals to suffer. This can also extend as far as to politics, where decisions are made that can either directly or indirectly affect suffering of individuals and of course we can't forget the consideration of daily social injustices which can cause harm or discomfort to people as well so that is what i essentially believe to be the moral obligatory baseline of any aware individual what i mean by this awareness though is specific not just awareness in general <laughs> This awareness in particular is, of course, a difficult thing to come by, and it has taken me a long time to get to such a point myself, which is why I must remind myself not to get overly frustrated with people who don't straight away agree with these ideas, i.e. Joe Rogan fans, once again. So yeah, I've been vegan for about four years now, obviously haven't always been vegan, haven't always held these beliefs. It's something that happens over time. Hardly anyone is born vegan, which is something I'm going to get to later. Anyway, I was having a bit of a break from it here because I forgot to mention that this episode, it's obviously, as I said, it's about my philosophy um, it, towards veganism, how I see it, how I approach it. And the video is for other vegans, as well as for people who aren't vegans yet who are interested, you know, stumble across the episode, get recommended it by a friend or whatever. It's for anyone. It's my own subjective thoughts on the matter. And hopefully it can have some relatability or give some insight to people into at least the mind of one vegan. <laughs> so back to it. Let's get over that. Let's go over that again. To me, what veganism should mean is the practice, and as I should mean, is that it is the practice of reducing suffering as much as one can 
to all individuals. Doesn't always mean that, obviously. Now, as I said, that is just the moral baseline. After that, we get into proactive action, but that's a whole other topic that I won't get into today. That's just the morally neutral baseline. That's sort of your obligation if you have the awareness to do so. And there's no superiority when I'm talking about. I know a lot of people get triggered and offended and they say it's moral platforming and it's uh, looking down upon people with moral superiority and things like that and it's judgmental. But you come across that sort of backlash in, advoca in advocacy. And uh, I don't really know how to go about disproving that. I mean, I was once not a vegan as well. And I once believed in a lot of weird things that I changed my opinions on over time. It's just how it is. You can't blame people for that. It's just, you know, we're always growing, hopefully. And yeah, I don't, I don't hate anyone <laughs> for what they, for the, the, those kinds of beliefs. And I try not to, at least. So, this will be an interesting little thought experiment for you. Consider to yourself, why do you have solar panels on your house, if you do? Why do you recycle or switch off your lights when you leave a room? Why do you give your spare change to a homeless person or buy them a meal? Why do you intervene or call the police when you see a crime taking place? Why do you help an elderly person safely cross the street? Why do you slow down your car when a kid drops their ball across the road? Whatever it is that you do, which you believe to be good, why do you do so? If you have the answer to that question, then you have the answer to veganism. <laughs> this is... Um, I, I don't know if I should keep breaking from the script or not i'll get back into it i'm basically trying to explain veganism to someone who doesn't quite get it yet we are not aliens to be afraid of or triggered by and we are sorry if you don't always go about if we don't always go about our messaging in the best ways but we are the same as you that's the truth almost no one was born vegan as i said earlier we came about it later in life as i know many of you still probably will you and I, we want to help the world and each other. We don't want to be a detriment to others or to the planet. You might act upon those beliefs as far as it extends to your friends and your family or those who you directly interact with on a day-to-day -day basis. Whereas we, vegans, through information and consideration, hopefully have decided to extend our actions or inactions as well as our beliefs as far as to what we consume. It's as simple as that. We don't hate you. We don't blame you. Sometimes we might. But those of us who advocate and protest do so in ways that worked to convince us in the past, you know, a lot of the time. We are sorry for making you late to work by blocking the road, as we are sorry for the animals that we paid to be killed for us to eat in the past. We hope some of you will one day feel the same.
That's essentially what it is. And that bit was a little, that was a little bit heavy, I feel like. So now let's get on to the several steps that I see as required to getting to this point of veganism that I'm describing. They are as follows. I may have overlooked some of these. I don't know. I quickly, I wrote this all quite quickly, though I did edit it. But anyway, the steps that I see are as follows. These are what came to mind to me. Five steps. Jordan Peterson's five-step plan, 12 rules for life. No, I'm not advocating for Jordan Peterson. Uh, one, an ability or at least a will for self-criticism. Two, a sense of responsibility for the implications of one's own actions. Three, empathy for not just those around you, but to different people in other countries of different beliefs and individuals of other species, animals. Four, the desire for peace and the reduction of harm or suffering to all around the world, to the best of our ability. And five, the, perhaps the most important one, an understanding of the cruel actions that can take place through animal exploitation in various industries and practices around the world. Now, when I say that's the most important one, it's not actually the most important one. It's the most important one in veganism. But these other things uh, are very important to just go about your life uh, doing good if if you want to do good which i think most people do want to do you know that understanding of animal exploitation definitely comes later it doesn't come straight away which is why i listed it as the fifth uh thing I'm just gonna take a drink of water the fifth step so most of these steps sound pretty simple right simple enough at least I think most people in the world would agree that they don't like the idea of animals needlessly suffering or even a fellow human being who suffers despite having done no wrong. Yet, when we are presented with the plain reality of the death and torture that our diets can contain, it is often too frightening to confront or even to comprehend. Instead, we cling to propaganda about protein, B12 deficiencies, Farmers crying in the media, I see that a lot in Australia, or whatever. We activate our backfire effect. That's something important to look up if you don't know about that. We lie to ourselves and pass the blame to corporations for the industry being damaging to the environment or inhumane to the animals. <clears throat> All this effort we put out to avoid making such a simple dietary change. At its core, veganism is a slow and steady realization that accumulates over time and then becomes as obvious as the past crimes of slavery. I genuinely believe that, that in the future, hopefully we will look back on the way we exploited animals through the meat industry, dairy industry and various industries uh, as reprehensible. And my only goal is to kickstart 
that realization and change in more people before it is eventually forced upon us, all in the form of cheaper meat-free substitutes, ethical lab-grown meats, climate action, and the like. Because for every day sooner that you make that change, it means less animals will be harmed. So there you have it. That's my idea of the philosophy of veganism as it stands. Um, in several future episodes, I will continue to dismantle arguments against veganism. You can definitely count on that. It's, uh, I find it interesting to do. I, you know, it's fun. It is a bit taxing sometimes, but I do uh, like to do it for whatever sick reason. And uh, as well as eventually establishing and diving into many of my other passionate philosophies for me to then propagate onto you. <laughs> it's something that I've kept in my own head for a long time, you know, internalizing my own morals and poking at them until I can fully know them. But at this stage of my life, I'm actually confident enough to put pen to paper and dialogue about some of these things more methodically. And I'm pretty excited to do so. It is as much of a self-discovery for me as it is a passing of processes um, to hopefully help others. All I hope for, and this is what this all comes down to, is all I hope for is that someone will find some relation in all of this that I'm saying or putting out there and consequently build upon their own moral understandings whether you're vegan or not yet, it doesn't matter that much. Maybe there's something that you can find in all this. Because I believe that if we aren't always evolving, then we're dooming our collective destinies. So anyway, that's all for today's episode. Uh, if you're interested, I actually still did write an entire um, blog post uh, in response to the ABC article about plant-based meat. I wrote it and finished it. And then I was like, uh, this feels petty. I'm going to write about veganism in general. <laughs> but I didn't want to let it go to waste. So it's up on the blog, which there's always, I always leave a link to that in the Spotify description or um, it's on the website, polyverse.com. And you can read my response to the article and links to the article itself there as well. If you're interested in that whole ABC's, you know, sort of take on plant-based meats, you know, platforming different opinions and all that that they were doing. And I also went through the co comment section on Facebook <laughs> and pulled up some... Uh, entertaining ones I thought but yeah that's all for today so thanks again for listening and next episode I think will be a more chill one where I will probably be reading a long poem that goes back to more vaporwave for you so yeah that is all uh, got nothing more to say Bye-bye.